What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite. Yes, your favorite. You can have a favorite. And it better be me. Self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist. And I use my platform all over social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, six years almost, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers, because there's thrivers out there, of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic ratio. Today's episode is going to be about should you break no contact when the other person is sick or there's a sickness or death in the family, things of that nature. Should you break no contact for emergence in case of emergencies? They really don't have anything to do with you. It has something to do with the other person. You know what I mean? So again, y'all, this is my own personal perspective. You might have some other people's videos out there who you know have different avenues about breaking no contact. Should you break no contact? Me personally, I think you should say no contact for as long as you possibly can. I think because no contact is not to punish the other person. Some other channels, whatever, might have you thinking, like especially some other self-aware narcissist channels out here, mainly nowadays, they have you thinking that self going no contact is punishing the other person. Going no contact is not meant to punish anybody. And going no contact is to help you heal. Does he, could the other person feel punished because you cut off access to them? Absolutely, yes. Narcissistic people hate, 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 hate it. <laughs> That's that demon voice going, hate it. When <laughs> narcissistic, y'all put it, y'all gotta drop a little, uh, little devil in the conversation for that one. That was funny. Um, narcissistic people hate when you go no contact. Some people are like, how do they feel when you go no contact? They hate it, y'all. They hate it. We hate it. I hate it. I hate when the access gets cut off, the mind just starts running rampant, which is why you see some narcissistic people that start to stalk you, become super obsessive with you because they think you're moving on to somebody else. They can't fathom the fact that you just wanted to cut them off and be by yourself. They automatically think that you're moving on to someone else because guess what? Guess why? That's what we would do. We would try to move on to somebody else really quickly. That's how a lot of our minds work. Some people would be be by themselves for a little while, but that's how our minds work. It's for us to move on very quickly. You know what I mean? But like I said, you're not doing it to punish the other person. Yes, the other person might feel punished and try to make, might try to make you feel guilty about cutting them off. Or, hey, you, you should have worked it out with me. Blah, 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 blah. I don't, yeah. But literally, y'all, this is, the, this is the dynamic that a lot of people don't experience. A lot of people have to understand when you're dealing with narcissistic people. Is that sh- no contact is to help you heal. It's literally, no contact means no contact. It doesn't mean, it means they can't reach out to you. You see what I'm saying? This, can they can they circumvent it, change their phone number and call you and text you? Yeah, they can, but that's, you don't respond to it. You block it, no contact. No contact means you're putting up a shield, y'all. You're shielding yourself from contact. It's like you put on your battle armor to go to, to, to go to battle with this toxic narcissistic person. And that's how you have to do, do it a lot of times. You have to go to battle with this toxic narcissistic person to protect yourself, to protect your mind, to protect your body and things of that ilk, you know? But should you break, when should you break no contact? Yeah, me personally, I don't think you should break no contact for anything unless you have kids together and it's an emergency. It's extremely tough to go no contact when you have kids, y'all. That's a whole different topic because if you have kids, it, it they could, could they use your lack of contact with them? Could some of them try to turn that against you? Possibly. You mean they can make it seem like you're alienating alienating them from the kids or whatever. They can make it seem like you're just being combative, combative for no reason. You're not responding to me in a timely manner. They can just try to take you, drag you back and forth to court. Look up the BIFF method when you're dealing with narcissistic people. You kind of co-parenting or the Jade method, J A D E. Look it up. Um, but me personally, if the narcissistic per- if the narcissistic person gets sick or their family member gets sick or somebody in their family passes away, 
Y'all had a, a mutual, like you have, we all split up. You took the animals, you took the pets, or they took the animals, they took the pets, and the pet passes away or runs away or something like that. Should you break no contact then? Me, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because anytime you, it's like say, you no contact is developing this armor because sooner or later they might reach out to you out. But no contact is help you to help you build up the muscle. It's like you're doing push-ups. It's like you're doing no contact push-ups and sit-ups and jump ropes every single day to build that, that no contact muscle when they reach out to you. If they find a way to reach out to you, you can just shut it down. You're stronger now. You built up the armor. Now you already have the armor on, but you've been working out too. So you under the armor, you buff as hell. Under the armor, you got a six pack on under the armor. <laughs> No, you got This is an emotional, metaphorical six pack, y'all. It's not real, you know. It's just like, but like, it's just you built up enough strength to to block off, to fend off this attack. Because me personally, I don't think in highly emotional times you should break no contact. Some people might disagree with y'all, and I'm perfectly fine with people disagreeing with me on this. Just keep it respectful. If you get to this point, you want to make a video about this. Me saying don't break no contact for a pet passing away or a pet getting lost or somebody in your family passing away that, that they were close to or somebody in their family passing away that they were that you were close to. I don't think you should break no contact with none of that because this is about healing. Those the pet the pet might be gone, the person might be gone, but you're still here. Your healing journey is still going forward in break in times of high vulnerability, like somebody passing away, somebody getting hurt, somebody getting sick, the pet getting hurt, sick, whatever. You lose, you lost a job. Some of these, those are times of high vulnerability, and it's during these times of high vulnerability where you are the most vulnerable. And guess what happens? You break no contact to tell them the pet ran away, and so all of a sudden y'all clapping cheeks somehow, some way, shape, or form. They use their pet running away. I'll come over to help you look for it. If that's okay, y'all looking and searching for the pet. And guess what happened? Y'all don't end up clapping cheeks. You find the pet. Guess what? He the, the, the narcissist, narcissistic person, uh, took the pet. You know what I mean? They didn't want who stole the pet. You know what I mean? That's why I'm just saying, take, take your time, which is mindset, y'all. Take your time, your effort, your energy, pour it into you. I know it sucks. And this is like, of course, y'all, this is just my suggestion. You can make this, you can take the action that you want to take. Lee, I can't, like, if, if their mom passed away and I didn't reach out, I would never feel right. I would just, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. You reach out and break no contact. You're under your own, like, I'm just telling you, buckle up, because it's you're opening yourself up to so much more. This is what I'm just saying. Like I know it's easier. Um, I know it's easier said than done. But if you break no contact, let's just say their mom passes away. Lord forbid. You mean? Let's just say their mom passes away. Right? You hear through the grapevine. You break no contact. You reach out to them and let them know how bad you know how bad you feel about it. You reach out to them and let them know how bad you feel. Right? And then guess what happens? You either get sucked back into this relationship dynamic. Or you open up the can of worms for them to be abusive to you again. You open up the door for the abuse to creep into their, creep into there again. Don't reach out to me anymore. My mom hated you. You were the one who killed her. She hated you so much. You broke my heart. You broke her son's heart. You broke her daughter's heart. And she died because of that. It's because you, she died. Rah, rah, rah. Now, you broken, not only have you broken no contact, you've been abused again. Not only have you broken no contact, you've been abused again. You opened up the door for abuse. Now you have to start all over again. Again, y'all, this is just my perspective. This is not me. Look, I'm not, I can't tell you what to do. I'm just a 37-year-old black man from Breedsville, North Carolina with a personality disorder on the internet. <laughs> I 
I'm just, I cannot tell you what to do. I can only make suggestions. You know what I mean? That's what I'm just telling you right now. Like, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to go about doing this type of stuff. You have, like, me personally, if you go no contact, you should stay in no contact. You can send thoughts and prayers. You can pray for them. You can just cry. You, but you can cry, heal on your own, whatever. So I know some people are like, well, at least I have to write a note. Maybe if I write them a letter or a note or something like that, it's not re- me, it's really not me breaking no contact because I, they don't have to respond to me. You broke no contact. You, you're con, you're literally, yes, to contact. No contact means you're, <laughs> there's no contact. When you write a letter, even though there's no, there, there's no talking back and forth, it's yes, contact. You're contacting them with this letter. You see what I'm saying? You're contacting them with this letter, in this dynamic, in this space. You know what I mean? But that's why I tell people all the time. This is the mindset of a lot that a lot of people experience. This is what a lot of people have to do. This is what a lot of people, you know, end up dealing with and things like that. This is, I'm telling you, I don't think you should break no contact to do this. Again, other people are going to disagree with me, and I'm perfectly fine with being disagreed with, y'all. I'm not one of these crybaby, whiny-ass, narcissistic people on here that when you disagree with them, they try to mock you and stuff like that. I might talk, like, but when you disrespect me, I'm a, I might mock you, but you disagree with me. I'm fine with disagreement. I'm like, well, you might be right, but I'm still right. <laughs> but you won't see me whine and cry and try to play the victim because somebody disagreed with me and hurt my feelings. You got other self one narcissist channels for that out here. That will, if you disagree with them, you hurt their feelings and they'll whine and cry and moan on their channels. Not me. Um, but this is just how it goes, y'all. That's, that's the dynamic. That's the mindset that a lot of people experience. You know what I mean? So I don't think you should break no contact. No contact is not used to punish them. Yeah, and you don't need, like, yeah, you don't have to, like, and this is my personal perspective on no contact either. Go no contact is for you to heal. It's not to punish anybody again. I'm just saying, you, if you choose to go no contact, I don't care what anybody else says. That's your personal choice. You don't have to listen to people. You're like, this is, I heard this advice one time. And I, I do a lot of personal development. Y'all. I heard this advice one time. Don't, do, don't take advice from people whose lifestyles you don't want. If you see somebody living, there, if you see somebody's lifestyle that they have, would you, and like I said, it's just like, you know, you take weight loss advice from a, a person that's, you know, before you accept their, before you accept their advice, Ask yourself, would you accept their lifestyle? You see what I'm saying? Ask yourself what that. Like I said, you can accept their advice regardless. Ask yourself, would you accept their lifestyle? Where they, what, what point of view are they coming from? You mean, because my point of view is trying to help as many people as possible. Narcissist, toxic person, empath, codependent, borderline, ASPD, DID, whatever you got going on. Bipolar, you know, manic, whatever you have going on. Anyways, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning into another episode, y'all. If you made it this far, again, um, our next in-person workshop is in Orlando, Florida, May 20th. The link is in the description, or you can go to rawmotivationscoaching.com slash workshop. Orlando, Orlando, Florida, live and in-person, seven-hour intensive workshop, y'all. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, as always, mental illness is out. Peace.